0: Hi, everybody. Uh Hi. Should we we sing our theme song to everyone, maybe? I haven't heard it in so long. I don't even remember how it goes. I don't
1: either. Hi, Queenies. We're recording this. We're back. We're back. It's a secret pride drop. So first of all. In the
0: midst of it. That's. Cheers. Cheers. Happy, Happy Game World Pride. Pride Day! Happy World Pride! I hope that everybody out there is celebrating what makes them uniquely themselves. No matter what
1: color you identify with on that beautiful flag that is being updated, we celebrate you, and we toast you, oh and Lord. we toast one another, one another, because I'm here in. Aaron's Kitchen in, in Sag Harbor, Sag Harbor, like socially distanced but together. We're pretty socially distant. We're kind of at a bar together. Kind of like it, right? Aaron's like Kitchen bar. counter, and we're drinking like the island, like the island, the island the in, in the stream, and we're drinking. Not a bad. It's not bad. Abba. Some bubbles, some bubbles. Um,
0: and we just we had some shishito peppers. Farm stand fresh. The farm stand. Oh, it's just been glorious. And I'm going to be making. Um, thanks to my good friend Rick Lou for inspiring this dish that I make. Uh, with local scallops that are so delicious. So we're going to be eating that later. Some scallops. Some scallops. With some shallots. shallots. <laughs> and here we are. So, um, on the topic of Pride, we watched a really great documentary yesterday. We, we sure did. Um, it's new to Netflix. It's called Disclosure. hmm And it might sound like a th- crime thriller. It's, a, it's an interesting title in many ways. Well, because... But, right, because but they talk about, like, disclosing and disclosure. But anyway, it's a... It's a documentary that sort of discusses the representation that trans people have had in film and in television and in media mm-hmm. and sort of what that has done to them as a community and God, especially the sort of marginalized trans. I mean, they're all marginalized, right? But like the, the, the trans of color. like Yeah, for you sure. Know, like, and
1: it also talks about like, it was just so fascinating because it also went so far back. Like the early 1900s. 1900s. Oh, yeah. All these silent it films. So, and... It's so good. We It's 100% recommended by the yeah. Queens of the Roundtable. Yeah, that's our hot pick of the week. Our hot pride pick is Disclosure on Netflix. It's oh, so, so, right. So that's good. our
0: first signature pride tag. Yeah, hot pride pick. H- hot... Pride pick.
1: Um, I could use a
0: hot pride dick.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, it used to be back in the old days, like, you knew you were going to get laid yeah, pride weekend. It yeah. was like, yeah. oh, because you were out all weekend. There were boys. There
1: were toys. There were, like, short shorts. Yes. Everyone's, like, hot and excited. And like, drinking a warm beer on the street. Yeah. If you play your cards right, maybe you get lucky tonight, for me... Okay! Oh, God, <laughs> I, that, would, that would not be lucky. That might be unlucky. Oh. I
0: will say that I... am a great snuggler. I received a ticket for drinking on the street at a pride parade right. many years was ago. I for that? Yes. And we were in the West Village, and it was a beer in a paper bag. Right, right. And I am like, you know, I'm not really a beer drinker. I was literally drinking like a 40 just like for shits and giggles. And, and like, everyone's so happy And of course some cop Fucking cops Yeah Like had it come And I'm like queer lives matter but he didn't care
1: He didn't and care And also you didn't say that I
0: did Because didn't. that would have been terrible I didn't. Um, but they do, and they did. And why should I get a ticket for celebrating
1: myself? Because you're drinking a beer on the street. But now, in this day and age, no, you you're supposed to drink to. everywhere. I know, you're not
0: supposed to. I know, though. but it's different. Well,
1: listen, we're together. Why don't we do one of our signature... We should. I'm just going to make sure this is... Yes, okay. Yep. Um, one of our signature... Segments. Segments. So it's uh, something to live for, can't have nothing nice, or it's always something. That sounds marvelous. Um, I'm going to start um with mine okay great I, and mine is i have a i have a something to live for so i got here on thursday this is my first time out of new york city since march yeah man Every, everybody outside of my apartment away from my cat away from my husband and uh he's probably thrilled <laughs> i think he probably gets actually a little break is all right um and my something to live for is that I'm here and I'm with you, and it's been really long because everyone everyone knows that we've seen each other twice, very briefly, this, but very briefly, and this is like really the first time we actually hung out since we did a recording in my apartment. I was thinking about this last night in March, like before, like it really happened, like it all started. I thought that was we our April recording. We didn't record no. in April. When I Wait, went to it was get Mars was sort of no, was before, a, before you left for the for the Hamptons before you like came out here like I'm moving out right here, we did a recording of right. the I Love New York episode right, and um, that was but, the last time we like hung out. No, but we did a recording when I came back to the city. I real know, quick. but like that was a night we had a night we came right over. Right. I think we ordered like food. Yeah, that we like, was like a train. night. We were like in my house, yeah. like hanging. You know, so my something to live for is here. Is me. Is you. Is, is you, something baby? to live for. I mean, yeah, is that my, the truth? You're my gay pride baby.
0: Baby's gay pride. Um, you know, uh, how do I top that without just sounding so shallow? No. Um, I, you know, I'm going to be honest. I mean, if I could really just... I am I, very excited. I am getting a manicure and pedicure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been faring okay they're Their cuticles look great, by the way. Ooh, Do you clean gosh. them up yourself? No.
1: Just all the years of Manny's that... They're, like, really, like, in some, like they've been, like, pushed into submission. Yeah, they've been <laughs> beaten down. <laughs> yeah. I know. You don't have a cuticle... Girl, I've actually never really done this. I have beautiful nails. Oof, they're long, though, baby. You gotta I, get those
0: talons clipped. So, uh, you know, well, this is the thing. I was gonna, like, cut them the other day, and Francesco was like, you know, you're just getting a manicure on Monday. Just wait. Just wait. I, but I have to tell you, they are about five days... Yeah, you're to, like Alfredo of of the cat.
1: Like, you need a little <laughs> sniffing.
0: But, I mean, I'm waiting, because I, I'm gonna just... When that clipping starts, and the filing, oh. and I am just... I I've been faring okay in the pandemic. I, I I look better now. I've been losing some weight. I've been playing I've been sports, tennis. do we say if your COVID nineteen is down to like the COVID nine eight or nine? Yeah. You know, I've I've uh, I'm tan. I'm, I'm running around, running some outdoor programs for kids. What is the manicure? You pedicure? are tan, boo. It's the manicure. I've actually not
1: seen you this tan in a long time.
0: Pedicure. I mean, you can see my tan lines. My short shorts. You're all. Oh, summer. Oh, summer and pride, I mean, pride. I mean, pride is always, it's always so hot.
1: It is always so hot in the city, especially. Like, it's nice out here. I mean, it's not a secret to anyone who listens to us, but like, I don't love a crowd. Even, in, even, even when we're not in end of the world, you know, COVID times, I don't love the sweaty, hot people smashed into a street or a bar. So. You know, the parade is like, I really appreciate the parade, but I don't enjoy usually the experience of the parade. Does
0: that make sense? So so I,
1: a hundred percent. But what I like after that is like when you're like, because we're always kind of good about timing. Like we leave a little early so we get to a a bar, get a spot. Set up our shop a little bit.
0: Um, you know, I will say that some of the, my best pride memories in the city are ones that I was at a party mm-hmm. or a venue where I could yeah. see the parade. Yeah. Many years ago, my friends, who you know now so well, but Guillermo lived with our friend Rachel oh, um, right. in the West Village. And it was right after Ariane and I found out that we got cast on The Amazing Race. Right. And we were flown back to New York and literally, like, that day or the next day was Pride. And Germa and Rachel were having this party. They lived on the corner of, like, Christopher and Bleeker. Oh and God, that's, that's when, mood. like, the parade yeah. like, really that's wound through turns, all those streets. Right. So they... That's when the parade gets turned. They had a DJ up on the roof of their what? place. It was so fabulous. And we were on the roof. I mean, there were drinks. There were drugs. There were DJ, fabulous prudies, DJ. DJs. And we got to like watch the parade from the roof because like, it was an old like, West Village building. Right, right, right. And I mean, it was so fun. Everyone bought I so much remember booze. That. that was really fun. And then a couple years ago, um, Kenny and Yoel took me. I ended up being with them. Were you not there to some like roof? We like bumped into them on Pride.
1: I don't i don't think i was here i really have been away for prides because well, uh, i'm always away for pride licensing shows i'm not anything? here there's a vegas thing that i maybe do at this time maybe
0: it was steven and me it would have been and so and, we we voted to kenny or we made we went up with kenny and kenny was with yoel and they took us oh, to I, like yeah, another like roof
1: party it wasn't watching the parade right right but it was any throws like a party. good pride party because he has a lovely apartment but, and also he has his parents' apartment that he can use Because they're right on Fifth Avenue Have you ever been to one of those? No Oh, it's nice um, Anyway, so happy Pride Here we are Happy Pride, a little bit of memory Speaking of Pride you know, what's, What are we going to talk about? What's today's topic? So today's topic I think is going to be We're going to tell a segment Of the very long journey Of our coming out stories We're going to just tell a, a, a juicy tidbit. About how we were both outed in yeah. different
0: ways. Yep. Right. Mm. Hmm. Right, I'm gonna let you take the lead. I'm gonna let Jesus take the
1: wheel. Okay. So mine is very. So I uh, listen. I think that we don't point to the clock. Uh, I think yes. that we can say that outing happens in so many ways. I mean, people tried to start outing me at like four. Exactly. And one thing that's. I think very vital is that your story is yours to tell in life, no matter who you are. Baby, you were born this way. Gaga. So I was um, 19. Oh, this is interesting because this is the last episode we recorded about the SNL story. So I was at SNL. I was 19. I had a friend who was also an intern when she was in the photography department. Her name is Laura Dibner-Garcia. She's a lovely, lovely, lovely Boy, person. Boy, I, I love Laura Dibner. We I know hung her. out with her so much. In her amazing apartment in the East Village. Yeah. She's a good one. Hi, Laura. So, Laura had a friend, as a friend named PJ. And PJ is was, I would assume, still very close to RuPaul. They were sort of like very close friends. I don't know about best friends, but they were super close. So this is 1993. ninety We've already established that. RuPaul... So Laura had PJ and RuPaul two in the in the audience for whatever show it was at SNL. And then... So RuPaul in 1993 was, like, big but not enormous, right? Like, known and famous, but not where RuPaul is right well, now. Well, I mean, That's it was fair like... To say right yeah, we? We that, that was home, coming right? out. Yeah, that yeah. was... So RuPaul came, as, as RuPaul the man, uh, to the party. And we were all at, um, like, a big table. It was me, Laura, PJ, RuPaul. And then there were, like, cast member-y people. You know, like, people who were on the show and writers and stuff. And we're all just sitting around drinking. some. Big, you can I'm refer going, to the last episode if you want to know about Sitting around, there. you know, whatever, drinking at some, whatever restaurant. It was somewhere around mm-hmm. Union Square, I remember that. And at the time, I was doing stand-up. And I was sort of like, mm. I was in, like, it was like a little bit like just doing a couple of different little, you know, moments. I had am one I right, set. Am I, am I right, ladies? Am I right? Am I right, ladies? I had really <laughs> one set and I just did this set a bunch of times. And it was an interesting moment. And, Were um, you funny? I didn't know you then. Um, I, mean, you know, I think I wasn't to bad. You really strike me as a stand-up comic. <laughs> I'm a gorgeous storyteller. I think I'd be more of like an Ellen DeGeneres kind of. Mm-hmm. but do you actually pull it back together no but I no. would but oh. now I would now you would then okay. I like I actually for my 19th birthday I asked my parents to give me like a stand up class I went to the um Ameritania Hotel do you know that one it's like sort of where my work is now I'm like 50 something in Broadway yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was not renovated uh, yet it was, it was an the old, old shitty hotel <laughs> and this guy like taught you how to do stand up but really he just helped you get a set together and then he did a night? Have we ever done At Caroline's, and you all performed at Caroline's. My parents came. My sister. This is when your parents were coming to your things. Uh, yeah, yes, totally. It was before the gay stuff, and it was. It was like we had a lot of people in the audience. It was so nerve wracking. It was super fun. Okay. And then I did, and then I did the You service. digress. I did. Yet I digress. Okay. And so you did ask a few questions. I did. I did. And so well, Laura Dibner is sitting next to me and she says to RuPaul, just being nice. RuPaul like, Charles. RuPaul Charles says, Oh, RuPaul, um, Rocky has been doing stand up and she had come to see me or whatever. And she was like, And, and he's just prayed. okay. Oh. And then she said something very sweet. And uh-huh. RuPaul across this table and oh, no. not out. I don't, I'm I don't like, know this. 35 pounds, too heavy. I'm, like, in some kind of, like, blousy sleeve you're, sh- you're definitely shiny. And I'm shiny. And RuPaul looks at me sincerely with love in his heart yes. and says, You know what, honey? It is so important that our voices are out there like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, have I never told you this for real? No. I, I really have never. No. Done, oh my god! Really? I oh, actually can't believe I haven't fucking. My drinking. god! And I am like you know ho, ho, like shakily holding a drink because I'm just nervous anyway and like I'm just nervous about everything and I'm at SNL and I'm you know fat and I'm. But did you just let it
0: go and like just move on. I, I started crying. right? No, now.
1: I just you know I did threw your glass I, at his face. Here's what I did I did the like I pulled it back What was I going to say I just acknowledged it Because what are you going to do Because also It's a lovely thing to say Right It's very it generous He was so
0: happy That there were like Chubby, gay, <laughs>
1: chubby Shiny but, comics out there sweaty, Letting their voices comics out weird. there, Singing all You know Singing all voices But So I I, I I said thank you And then I remember Laura looked at me Sort of like With that like Oh fuck sorry Kind of face But even To acknowledge that how do you acknowledge that if you're not out? I mean, that, that, that's my memory of that. Like, But, but I mean, t- t- but they didn't know that you were not not out because it's not
0: like you had like a hot girlfriend and you're like, yeah, last night I banged this chick. Yeah, like, you were just fair. you. So, I mean, you, these are people... wasn't out. I mean, no, no that's all. But, because you weren't out.
1: But everyone else probably was like, do you think he might be gay? Because they all no, knew. but I thought everybody was like... <gasps> do you think he might be gay or right. whatever right. and really they were like good one Rue. honestly i think if i could if i could you know look back at that tape i don't think anybody even reacted i don't even no. anybody processed it but i and that was like all I you heard pooped my pants and right. i felt her and i remember laura right. walked me home and she sort of was like like kind of acknowledged it but in a very kind way but i didn't even know how to respond to that because i didn't know I didn't have the words. I didn't have the language. I hadn't come around yet to help okay. walk you through that closet. No, it's true. Out that out I that. had literally no... I don't think... Really, I had gay friends yet. Well, well, none that I knew of them. Mm, lie. Lie. no, boy. No, All right. That I is know, my... That's strand. a good
0: one. I mean, listen, at least it was RuPaul and not Rebecca Jean Smith. Rebecca Jean Smith. Listen, <laughs> I... I am using her real name. I know. And it's okay because... I I feel very comfortable talking about this now. And I also don't... Rebecca Jean Smith was a friend of mine and somebody who I liked. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, the story is so interesting and I've never had a chance to ask her about it. I, I've always said that she's sort of like my enemy for life right. because of what happened. But, you know, I was a very queer child and I was sort of outed my whole
1: life can you I know? just can you what does that mean what to you that you were queer a queer child
0: I just think that I was just not like the other boys yeah, yeah. and I think okay. it was very palpable yeah. Okay. and I you know when you when people are calling you faggot from like the time that you're like six like they're outing you before Absolutely. like you're already out before I had language for it other boys knew to call me gay yeah and so it was like, okay, so I, I knew what it felt like to be outed. <laughs> well, the thing is, is the story I'm about to tell, I didn't know until years later, which is very interesting. But anyway, you know, your whole life, everyone, I'm growing up and people are telling me I'm gay, and that's fine. And, and then in high school, I was theatrical... You know, I wore, like, white platform shoes and yep. bell bottoms yeah, to prom. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely wasn't mad at sort of the attention about, like, what is he? It's all so interesting. Uh-huh. And, like, I was good with that. Yeah, yeah. But I hadn't actually, like, come out. Right. You didn't own your own story. Not even as a bisexual. Right. I was just Aaron. Uh-huh. Well, I was also... A gifted actor, (laughs) and and a state champion in forensics. Mm. Like really, very, very competitive with like forensics and with thespians. Like I like worked hard and I won, and I was very active on the debate club. And you know, I'm always collecting scripts because you're trying to find your new source material. Right, 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 right. you know, my friend, Rebecca Smith, who was always Rebecca like... a
1: Jean Smith.
0: Yeah, was always like really pretty and kind of like... Something like kind of <laughs> hippie and natural about her. She wore like <sighs> long skirts and like cowgirl boots. Oh, yeah, she did. You know, I like she that was, look. She was just like cool. She seemed mm-hmm. like a free spirit. She seemed like somebody who I would dream of being friends with, like, later in my life. Like, when I was, like, a gay man and I had, like, a really cool girlfriend. And so, I didn't expect her to do the following. She came to my house to return a bunch of scripts that she had (laughs) borrowed for source material herself (coughs) and everybody knew that I had the best script collection. Was she a gifted actress, do you think? Rebecca Jean Smith was not as good as like the, those of us that were like actor actors yeah yeah um but because there was something kind of natural and cool about her and like earthy there something something came off
1: yeah I when she
0: performed that, that I yeah. understood like she might have not have been the best stage actress but she might have become a
1: movie star yeah yeah I totally I totally get
0: that you're like walking out of the room I'm getting oh get okay, flash okay. oh my goodness I'm gonna need it well the story's over um, so basically, Rebecca Jean Smith comes to my house to return the scripts, and I'm not home. And my mom, you know, she my, all my friends loved my mom. I mean, I will say that about I my mother her. in high school. Today's
1: her three-quarter birthday. Today
0: is my mother's three-quarter birthday, so happy 72 and three-quarters, Mom, I love you. Oh. Um, you know... My, my mom liked all of my friends, and my friends all felt very comfortable with my mm-hmm. mom. She was the kind of mom where it was like, you don't call me Mrs. Goldschmidt, you call but me so, Susan.
1: So Rebecca Jean Smith is a friend.
0: I mean, she has been, she was in our circle. Okay. She was in the, but not our core circle. Right, right. She was auxiliary. She was also like Arianne's year. She was a year behind me. Okay. Um, okay. I was her, like her senior. Yeah. Mm. Um so she returns the script to my mom and my mom's chatting with her at the door and how's it going, whatever. And Rebecca asked my mom, says to my mom, she's like, <laughs> like, it must be so hard for Aaron. And my mom was like, um... Like, he's... What are you... Forensics? Like, yeah, he's won every about? championship. She's like, you know, like, being gay in high school, it's like, it's gotta be so, like, hard. And my mom, like didn't say anything to her. She was like, you know, well, Aaron's a really, like, strong guy. She just moved it along. You know, she's yeah. like, Aaron's a strong guy, and I know that he can handle any kind of, like, adversity that comes his uh. way. Thanks, Rebecca. Shuts the door. Never mentioned that this happened until after I came out. I was like, you know, honey, she's like, I just want uh. you to know, like, it wasn't really a surprise to me because I had already started... Thinking yeah, that yeah. this is obviously like who you are. She's like, but my mom actually was like, puh, puh, to Rebecca Jean Smith. Right, like, like don't You do don't that. come to my house yeah. and have this conversation yeah. with me yeah. because you don't know our business. Right. And you don't know if he's had this conversation right, with right, me. Right. Just because I'm the cool mom doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that you right, can right. have this. And so, you know, for a long time, I think that I have an unresolved issue with Rebecca Jean Smith. Yeah. And if you're listening, Rebecca, like, I would be, well, we're we're Facebook friends. And I just, I feel like I want to know why. Why,
1: why? What was the motive?
0: Like, as a a 17, 16 or 17 year old girl, like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't out. Everybody in high school called me a faggot and said that I was gay, but I had never declared that I was a homosexual. You know? So. Oof. It was so... And listen, God bless my mom. It's not like I came home from school that day and she was like, Honey, Rebecca told me that you're gay. Like she never said anything because she was like, You were going to have to tell me when it was your time to tell your story. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to... like I wasn't going to let Rebecca Smith like tell your story for you. And I wasn't going to like, let that be the impetus for me to come to you and be like, Do you want to talk about something? Because Rebecca came over today returning fucking scripts. I outed you. Right. <laughs> funny. What the fuck? No, it is funny now. And I love my mother. Um, and I, I love... I mean, I'm getting misty. I love that she didn't... That she held that. Yeah. You know, even though for her, it must have been, like...
1: Really hard. Like,
0: you know, because it also, all of a sudden, made true her worst... Like, her yeah. worst fears. Really. Right? Fears and concerns and all of that. Right. And... Fuck you, Rebecca. And that wasn't your job. It wasn't no, your
1: story to tell. It definitely wasn't. And, and I do, but I think your question is so right. Like, and, and also, why? RuPaul why?
0: didn't try to tell your story. No, He tried no. to
1: connect with you. Totally.
0: And he was like, oh, girl, I see you. Yeah. Oh, totally. What? Oh, it was, yeah, you're totally right. It was totally that. It wasn't sort of like telling your mother <laughs> that everybody in high school identifies you as gay, even though you haven't right. identified yourself.
1: I feel so, like there's a motive I kind of feel like this is a great movie right, And you and Catholic a young Reese Witherspoon <laughs> as Rebecca no, Jean Smart no Rebecca Jean Smith is going to be a little bit more
0: exotic. I just said Rebecca Jean
1: Smart yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just said mashup a before and after <laughs> sorry she was always just Rebecca Smith and then like on Facebook she's Rebecca Jean Smith oh, I see she like plays music and sings out in Colorado oh, she's sorry. a little bit of a yeah. I don't actually know what she does yeah um, we're going to find out after I this, I guess. <laughs>
1: She's going to be our next special guest star. But you know I would what? Her, love to hear the story. Let her call
0: in. You know what? Maybe you she doesn't what? even remember. That's the kind of thing. She remembers. Oh, my mother was going to fucking punch her in the tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Listen, you Obviously, know what? Obviously, your mother is the real star of that story. And it's, it I mean, is. It's a she is. Add and it's her three-quarter birthday. You know, I'm going to say that all of these stories that... Sort of are that that sort of get woven together. that become our story of our pride. Like, yeah, I know we're getting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have the pride I do if that story hadn't been a part of the trajectory, or if RuPaul had outed you at the table and made you have to ask questions to yourself. Oh, we're both. So so these (laughs) things, these things happen for a reason, and that is why we need to celebrate our pride all the time.
1: Yeah, and telling and. And that story Both of these stories Are part of Your story Yes You know that very That I'm very so, you know, proud right, of Right exactly it. So in a way You know Not thanks Rebecca Jean Smart But like <laughs> You know you're part no.
0: of, She's part of your story Say her name Call her by her name I'm calling you out Rebecca Jean Smith I, I will find you I will tag you Let's oh, finish God. this conversation
1: We're gonna You're gonna call in live Darling
0: Oh, Lord, girl, right. I'm so happy I know, never crying. To, to, to be here with you. I'm sad that you're leaving tomorrow. I really hope you and you or, and or your husband, maybe just him, but I hope that you come back out this summer. Yeah, like, this can't be the end because, you know, without getting into a pandemic talk now, like, I don't know what's happening know. in the next six months. And Queenies, we're trying to figure out our podcast yeah, because geez. we're not going to be together, but... We want to keep it going, so yeah. you'll hear a couple more from more us. Soon. Drops. A couple more of these surprise drops before we officially begin. We're gonna, drop three. It like it's hot. We're gonna drop it like it's hot. We're gonna drop it like it's hot. We're gonna drop it like it's
1: pride. All right,
0: happy pride, everybody. Happy pride. We're gonna keep do telling one, your
1: stories. Tell your stories, friends. Plank, do you hear that? All right, bye, everybody. Bye.